you get another one? Yeah. Um, how many bones are in your lower leg, Tony? Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Uh, one. The, how many? The leg bones. Seven. There's, there's how two. Bones? How many bones are in your lower leg? How many bones? Are you oh, there's two, right? Yeah. See, I remember one. When I was taking, and here's the reason, is I was taking kickboxing. And the guy that actually coached your stepdad, too. Uh, had a long conversation with a, with, a, with a former Muay Thai kickboxing champion. He's a friend of mine uh, and, and my old teacher, too, one of them. And and I asked him. I literally called him up one day uh, when I first started doing the show. Me and my old co-host, Armando, were talking about doing the Mandela. We've been talking about it for a long time. We just didn't know how to broach it. So I called this guy up in front of Mondo, and I said, check this out. I was like, check this out. And I asked him, I said, how many bones are in the lower leg? And he says, one. And I said, dude, you're, you are a Muay Thai kickboxer, teacher, coach, champion, whatever. Kicked thousands of legs. You've kicked so many people. And he goes, and when I told him that, he goes, nah. He's, he, could, he was driving at the time. He goes, when I get somewhere, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Now, I'm, I'm sure now, like if you ask Cobra or, or, or Josh Scales, you're – Coach, y'all's uh, your coach, Anthony, uh, the kickboxer. Um, I know Scipio's your um, boxing coach, but you know you've 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 coached, you've trained with Josh. I bet if you if you go and you ask him tomorrow at Black Sheep Boxing, another promo there. <laughs> if you go to Black Sheep Boxing and you asked him, he'll probably tell you too because now we, it's been long enough to where we know this. This was back in 2019, and I called this guy up and I said, "Hey, I said, hey, let me ask you a question." And he, he told me, he said, it was one. I said, no, 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 go look it up. He did. He called me back. He goes, you're kidding me. This is weird. He's, I'm, you're, you're freaking me out. You're blowing my mind. I remember when I was training, because that would be, you know, throwing kicks a certain way with two bones instead of one changes the, the way you would do it. I would start aiming for that bone as a lower leg, which they do now. Um, but I wasn't taught to do that. I was taught to throw up near the thigh you know, this bone right here was so hard. That shin is so, so, uh, and I, I have. Oh, I, yeah. You know what? Now that you mentioned, I do remember, like, you were trying to avoid the shin bone. Mm-hmm. You really wanted to go for the thigh. And yeah. That was why. But now, if you think about it, now that it's two smaller bones, that would be a lot easier to easier break. Easier to break. Yeah, because you're not just dealing with one big, thick thigh. Yeah. I mean, a shin bone, which was which was dang near impossible to break when, in my timeline that I remember. And I'm saying my timeline because... Uh, my physician friend, I talked to him and I said, what did you, what, what else do you remember about the human anatomy? And he said, well, there were two bones. There were not two bones. There is now. The rib cage, the rib cage is different. Nelly, you know that. The, the sternum. The, the sternum is different. The rib cage is different. The placement of the heart is different. They said something about an extra sac around the heart mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't remember. Yeah. And I remember, I remember um, in my timeline, another weird thing is that um, I was a millionaire and I was king of the world and everyone adored me and now I'm not. I remember <laughs> that too. I remember an uprising. Stefan looks at me with his mouth open like, what? This is fool that took a left turn. No, 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 no. We're back on track. Look, no, no, no. Well, I'm joking, man. I was king of the world though, but not, not everybody liked me. <laughs> hey, we just got to make tough decisions, man. I had to wipe out half the population like Thanos. <laughs> but don't worry. The only, the only the people that didn't like him were wiped out. So they're all wiped out. They're thankfully gone. he got the margins down to seventy percent liked him. Thirty percent were close to death. That's right. <laughs> I just followed the beloved examples of Joseph Stalin, Pol Pot, and Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong. Oh, just kidding, folks. I would never follow those guys. I'd be a Thanos guy all the way. Half go. I'm not <laughs> good, good with half measures. You know, it's all or nothing. You know, rip the roots out by the weed or the rip, completely rip the weeds destroyed out by the, root. the world and recreate it in Orion Spur. That's what we did. No, but 
Um, and I'm joking. And people say, why do you always say you're joking? Because I have to say that because there's some yeah, people, there's some that, people, some that, people that take it literal. Yeah, I've been threatened. Nellie knows this. We, she's, I have been threatened, right, honey? Oh, yeah. By people who tell me that if I don't say certain things a certain way, they're going to do something to me. Especially this one lunatic several months ago. I haven't heard from him in a while. But he said, as long as I make good shows, he won't hurt me. And I'm like, thank goodness I'm making good shows. He said he would shoot you. Yeah, he said he was going to come after me. Yeah. Like go up to somebody like John Lennon or something. You know, hey, you like good music. Boom. I'm not comparing myself to the Beatles, but I'm saying like this guy acts like if I don't. Yeah, you know, the Beatles can never, you know, hold a candle to us. So Well, I had somebody also <laughs> tell me over and over again in a very militant way that I was supposed to make a Mandela effect because his timeline was affected. And if I didn't do it, you know, and I'm like, what is this? One of those uh, Terminator things? Is this important to the future of the world? That if we don't make the episode, everything changes. And he was all like, no, but, but we could cease to exist. I'm like, okay, well, there you go. That does a, that's kind of the same, isn't it? Yeah. I think he was kidding, but then again, I'm kind of scared to ask him because I don't know. You don't know what he knows. I don't know. People are strange, man. They're weird. Oh, and another one, Nellie just lifted up her hand. Yes. The thumb. Talk about that one, Nellie. That it's uh, lower and longer. The thumb seems to be lowered and a little bit longer Mm -hmm. than it. It used to be. Mm-hmm. See, the thumb used to be shorter. Yeah, the thumb the thumb is longer now, and it's lower on the hand. But oh, so it used to be up lo- a little bit higher on the hand. Mm-hmm. Now I got something for that. And when we were kids, we would do we do these turkeys that we would make with our hand. We would trace it with our hand, and we yeah, would we do, still do that. Yeah, you still do that now. Back in high school, we still do that. Back in high school. <laughs> okay. So so anyways, there was a guy who told me that he had pulled out, his mother had pulled out his pictures when he was a kid from, and she found like one he had made of him and his sister of the turkey. And he goes, dude, his, his hand didn't fit. Now this is an example we call residuals. His hand didn't fit, you know, with like, like the, where the thumb was at, whatever. The shape. The shape of it. Yeah. And he said that, that he had looked at it like a, just a couple years later and he was noticing that the thumb was like, this is a young guy about y'all's age, but he was noticing that his thumb didn't, and it was only two years, but it was that way, the placement was way, way off. off place. And he said that, you know, he, he went and he asked a couple of his friends and they did the same thing. They went and they looked and they noticed it too. And it would, it would be, okay, you're two years older. Yeah. But it's not going to go that far down. Yeah. You're not Shaq all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden you're Shaquille O'Neal. No. So you have all these weird uh, Mandela effects that that we can't even now that that leads us into the next uh, next one I'm going to talk about. I'm going to tell a story because we got to get to the uh, to the to the story that happened to us, uh, which kind of concerns uh, concerns me. Well, you re- you found the one with the wrist pulse location. The wrist. It's talk. Say tell that one real quick, Nelly. Um, I was checking Wolf's pulse and. He's like, you're doing it wrong. You're not, you're not putting it right. And I was like, no, that's where your pulse is. And he grabbed his wrist and he goes, no, it's supposed to be right here. And he was looking for it and he couldn't find it. And I, so I moved his finger and I put it over the spot where the pulse is. And he said that he clearly remembers it being in that one spot because you used to check your pulse when you were in football. Where do you used to remember it? Uh, in the middle. Yeah, right here, right yeah, it's not in the middle anymore. It's on That's the side. Right my pulse. It's on the side. It's, it's right here on the top, yeah. That's where everybody checks it now. I, I still check it in the middle. You can, but you don't get as good of a reading. But that's not the way I remember it. I remember there was no pulse up here. It was all in the middle. Put two fingers Two fingers the on the middle, yeah. yeah. But that's not the way that's they do it That's what we used now. to do in football. 
Yeah, well, that's not how it is. <laughs> because your coaches were probably from my generation. They remember it that way, and they taught you that way. I remember the one that you told me you and your guys were sitting at um, that restaurant. It was Queen Elizabeth. She had passed away, and you guys were watching it when it happened. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Queen yeah. Elizabeth and we, and, and we thought, well, Prince Charles is now going to become King Charles um, because the mother had died. Not not her mother, but her. Yeah. And they showed pictures of her. And we laughed about it. It was at La Posada restaurant because we were like, and Dee was like, finally, she's gone. You know, the old reptile. Yeah, she outlived Betty White. <laughs> yeah. And, and and so yeah. this woman goes, how dare you? And I couldn't believe how she was defending her. And, she, and it was a Mexican restaurant and it was actually – one of the waitresses, I think daughters or something, so I was like trying not to be argumentative with her because, you know, I wanted to get kicked out. We always hung out there. And uh, I, and Aunt Scorpion said something like, what do you care? You know, you're like me. You know, we're Mexican. What do we care about the Queen of England? And she was like, because she's a royal family. And there was a big argument that ensued. Like, who, also, who cares? That's what I'm it's saying. But, you know, and, she, and Scorpion said, you know, what do you care? You know, we're all. And she was like, because it's the royal family. He's like, you're not English. What do you care? You know? Uh, so there was like this big argument, you know, that took place in the restaurant. And I specifically remember that. And Nellie has actually talked to Dee about it, Scorpion about it. You know, we were all there. Well, Nelson Mandela too. Like I heard. Well, the I, whole Mandela effect is based on Nelson yeah. Mandela. Yeah. Do, um, do you know It's the third time it? I remember him dying. It was in 2016. He died. Uh, apparently he died in prison. And then also mm -hmm. he got out of prison and then died again later on. Yeah. But people remember him dying in prison. People remember him dying three times now. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. I believe it was 94... Or 96, one of them 97, two. 2014. And then 2014, or no, 2000, no, I remember nine or 10. Oh. And then 2016. Anyway, it's very confusing when you get into the whole, but let me get to this story. This one happened in Oregon. And I'm going to tell you this one, and y'all can give me your opinions on this, what you think happened here. Okay. Uh, this gentleman reached out to me because his sister uh, actually, you know, and, and he's an older guy, he's an older gentleman, he's in his 60s. Uh, I, had a, I had a conversation with him. It was, it was quite a frank conversation. I mean, it was it was so mind blowing to him. But uh, he got up every day, like he did, to take the road that he took to work. It was about six miles from where he lived, and he was driving. And he looked down for a second, and he ran off the road and almost hit a tree. Luckily, he he righted his truck, and he kind of scraped the side of it. And uh, he said this happened back in 2017. And he said, you know, I, did, I wasn't injured or anything other than, you know, I was freaked out. And he goes, I don't remember a curve there. <gasps> he wow. was like, oh, my gosh. He that calls his wife. Yeah, it happened to me, but I didn't wreck. Thank goodness. But he called his wife and he was like, honey, I just had a wreck. And she's like, why? He goes, I just uh, hit a curve um, that I don't remember. And it's and she's like, what curve? They have a very gentle curve that, that, that they did. So he took his wife and his son, who was already in his 20s, and he's about y'all's age, uh, Tony and, and, and uh, Stefan. And he said that they, they went, and he goes right here, and then there's a sharp curve. None of them remember this, but he had a daughter. She said, yeah, I do remember there being a sharp curve. How can y'all not remember it? So there was this big argument that took place in their household. Now, I talked to him, not the wife, but he said his wife, when I was talking to him, the wife was in the background kind of re reaffirming what, you know, was being, you know, and, uh, I heard, I heard her saying there was never a curve there. She was, she was confirming it. And she's like, you can talk to our son. Um, but the daughter, the younger daughter remembers there being a curve, but the three individuals in the family don't like the 18 year old daughter doesn't remember it. The 23 year old son remembers it or 24, whatever he is. At that moment, you yeah. have to wonder, 
did they used to have a daughter or were they? Yeah. <laughs> that that is exactly what I thought. And I said, Sir, get out of that house. Your daughter is a pod person. Uh get out of the house. Your life is in danger. And so they went in there and they tied her up and called the police and then they all went to jail. That's not what happened, folks. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Yeah, because if it was a correct world, it would happen, but unfortunately we're living in this world. We one. can't tie people up that don't remember like we do. No. There's the rememberists and the non-rememberists. Which yeah, we can't you? tie people up because they're different. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> uh, so what do you think of that story? What's going on with that? I believe that it changed. I like you, you, We were driving down that that road and you were like, I don't remember this curve, you know? Mm-hmm. And that happened to you. Mm-hmm. When when you say it changed, do you mean like a, like a time slip? Like imagine no, I mean, there was a car uh, imagine you're going through a tunnel, right? Yes. To work every morning. You drive through that tunnel. And then all of a sudden one day there's no tunnel. That's what it's basically like. And then you have to go around. And that's then everyone tells you that's the only way is to go around. When you remember specifically driving through this tunnel. That's that's pretty much what it's well, like. That's right. <clears throat> that would spook me so bad. I well, would probably be like, okay, <clears throat> it would, I'm done. But with this guy, it would be to the point to where he would crash into the wall because he's so used to driving into the tunnel. He would have, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it like. What happened here. Six miles from his house where he worked, and he said that, you know, for, for a lot of things, I think he said 19 years, something like that. He would definitely know. <laughs> I mean, and all of a sudden there's a curve there. It's a sharp curve. Um, I'm very observant, and I, and I noticed that on 45. If you look at a map, folks, when you're going from from North Austin into Round Rock, and you go on to on Loop One to 45, just look at a map. There's a sharp curve that that, that it goes. I don't remember that curve until like maybe seven, eight years ago. I was driving along. I was like, "Whoa!" And it's, it curves. I don't remember that curve. I remember it being a gentle curve, just kind of slowly, you know, where you kind of just it, it, you don't even feel it. You know what I mean? Now it's pretty sharp, you know. And if you drive too fast, you can wreck. Um, and so it, it, you know, there's some weird stuff out there. I mean, I don't know. There's a, there's a tunnel, like you were talking about a tunnel. There's one in Portland, Oregon. I was shown in the Mandela effect group. I know, honey, you saw that one. Uh, there was a guy uh, that, that, that said, I don't remember no tunnel to be in there. Where, where did this come from? And multiple people jumped on there and said, what is that? I don't remember that. And they, one woman said she lived in Portland her whole life. I don't remember that tunnel. Um, this is, oh, you know, there's a whole yeah, bunch of weird. It's not like his tunnels that are showing up like one or two. You no, know, it's years. a lot. No, I mean like one or two years. It's like they've always been there. Like people are like, oh, no, that's that's the crazy, crazy tunnel or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's always been there. We've always gone through that. And they're like, what are you talking about? That's never been here. Mm-hmm. Look at the map, for example, the map of Texas. This is another one that me and Armando studied. I, I asked Armando one time we were eating dinner, and God rest his soul, he was my former co-host. But anyway, me and Armando. There were some things we agreed on, some things we didn't. The Mandela effect was one thing we did agree on. And we sat there and I said, take a look at the map of Texas. And we were eating and there was like a, a, a like a, a, a restaurant we were eating at that had a, a like placemat. Yeah, the placemat. And it had like the map of Texas on them with the menu, whatever. And he goes, it looks different. He goes, well, that's just a mistake. He said, that, th- that's how they, they drew it on here. And I said, no, it's not. I was like, look it up on Google. He Googled it. And he goes, what the heck? And I said, Armando, take a take a close look at that map and tell me if that looks right. Tell me what looks wrong on there. Because he said, he goes, I can tell you more about what looks wrong and what looks right. Yeah, so if you take a look at the map of Texas, this part right here where I'm, I'm showing you, Stefan, okay, that the, the panhandle 
right here to the left of the, of the on the map of Texas, if you look at it, the panhandle is smaller than we remember it. Um, the top over there, Dallas wasn't as close to Oklahoma as it is now. I remember it being further down. Uh, I also remember the Oklahoma border, uh, Texas border, being further down, further further south, um, and there being not this sharp uh, up up swing right here um, at the where where the Panhandle meets um, that angle right there. I don't know what that's called. Um, what city this is right here? Let me see. What is it right there? Kermit. Okay, so if you look at Kermit, it's right there at the bottom. Um, then there's a, it goes straight up. It's the New Mexico border. So if you go from Kermit all the way up to the top where it hits the, the, the New Mexico, Texas and Oklahoma all come to like a, like a, a meeting spot right there. Like you can go from Oklahoma to Texas, New Mexico. Now that is way taller and higher up than, than I remember it. Then Nellie said, you remember it. Then mm -hmm. Armando remembered it. None of us remember. And so I asked many, 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 many of my friends. Um, people that work for us, you know, I asked for my friend Jim, I asked, uh, there's one of my brothers from back in the day. I asked Squid, I asked Loki, I asked all these people. Do you remember this? Pretty much unanimously, they're all saying, Hey, this is not the way we remember the map of Texas. It is so weird. I mean, so. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to draw Texas cause I, I, I liked, I liked the state and it was never up that high. And that panhandle came out cause I remember I tried to perfect it all the time. I could never draw it correctly, but I remember that being one of the parts that I would have a problem drawing. Yeah, it is It is a very weird uh, thing, you know, a very strange thing. And when you look at certain states, like I have a friend from Louisiana. <clears throat> Mind you, know, you I was, was seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it, we, we, we were talking about this recently, though, mm -hmm. me, you, and Armando. Yes. What I'm talking about, I, I have a friend who's from Louisiana, and he swears that, that it looks different. That the placements of the cities are different. Things are different than he remembers them. Uh, a friend of mine from California. Now, when we were out in California, I remember Los Angeles being further in, uh, closer to the ocean, or further. In, like it looks like it's it looks like it's further away from the ocean than it used to be. Does that make sense? Like if you look at the map, look up California, and I go to L.A. and and, I, and I'm sitting here telling you, folks, I remember this being like L.A. being right there on the ocean. Which it kind of is, but not, but not. There's suburbs of it that are on the ocean. I remember L.A. itself being placed there. Uh, there's a lot of weird things about the map of California that just don't make sense to me. Seattle up in Washington, that's another one that's really weird to me. I remember they're not just being this little dip that, that where, where the harbor comes in, you know, whatever. I remember it being – and then there's this big old piece of land that goes further out past Seattle. I remember Seattle – being right on the ocean, which it kind of is, but I mean like it being right on the ocean. And I don't remember this big piece of land right there to the left of it. And we were up there in 2018. Remember, honey, I kept saying, what the heck is going on with Seattle? I don't remember this. Okay, now you pulled up Seattle, Stefan, on the ball here. The placement of Seattle, when you look at where it's at now, I don't, I don't remember it being that way. I mean, it is just so weird to me. Um, Look it up on the look up the, the map of Washington, and I'll, and I'll, and you at home listening can tell me what you think of this. If you're following what we're saying, do you remember it this way? Uh, the biggest one probably for me is South America. South America is way way over to the to the right, uh, uh, way almost to, to Africa. It's it's now closer to Africa than than we are 
uh, closer to Europe. I mean, it's weird. It's like Africa and South America. One thing I will say is about this is that I remember looking at a um, years ago, looking at a map of of uh, Ameri- of the of the uh, world, and this map of Earth was showing Earth in multiple stages, like from millions of years ago to to billions of years ago. And I remember the younger or, or the 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 younger Earth being a certain way, and then the older Earth, you know, that was closer to our time. Um, and and it showed where South America was uh, as opposed to Africa. South America was right below North America on that map, but at one time, which was only like I think they said thirty million years before it had been moved, it was moved over sixty million years before it was moved over even further. And I think I remember thinking this map that we're in right now looks like a um, like a, a a younger Earth, like a, we're younger, like like the continents aren't as far apart as I remember them. Plus, now, I mean, I remember, like, there being, like, the Earth only had, like, a billion years left or something like that, and now it's got, like, 2.4 billion, something like that. Um, There's so many things I've read, and and I'm trying to remember them. I'm trying to to recall them while I'm speaking here, but South America is moved over, uh, like, really, like, far on the map, where I remember it just below North America. If we're looking at it at a financial standpoint, Mm -hmm. then... You would want to reverse the aging of the earth if you want more resources. Exactly. You would jump timelines to try to make that happen. Yes. And and that was where that's where CERN comes in. Um, and I believe that they've done that. I honestly do. And I think that what they've done too is made the 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 continents and everything closer together. So shipping and everything else is, you know, and Africa is closer to Europe because now. that was one I mean, of the main South America's closer strong to points Africa. of the U.S. and South America is like we're separate from that big old mass over there, mm-hmm. and like we, it would take them a lot. It would be hard for them to be able to actually be able to attack us because it would first mean them having to bring their entire fleet across the ocean, other than having to land in foreign territory, which was us. Well, pull up the map of the Panama Canal. That's another one. If you, if you and look like at the Hawaii Panama Canal, was like one of the only ways to actually like one of the only spots where you could stop before you make it to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like you could just go from Africa. Like, why would you even think about going it the other way? Yeah, and now the Panama Canal is another one. The placement of the Panama Canal. If you look at it, it almost goes like north to south, whereas a lot of people remember it being east to west. Yeah, because it was a cut through. Yeah, it was a cut through from east to west. But the way that the map looks now, and then Cuba. Cuba is way larger than I remember it being. Um, where's the canal at? Let's see. So anyway, th- those are a few of, of the examples. If you go and you start looking at these um, different. Uh, so when you when you look at the at the map, okay, and then Windsor, can I think it's I think it's uh, Detroit to Windsor. Uh, my brother and my old barber Ryan Dinsmore, the hairstylist, they both they were both lived in Detroit, you know, in that area. Um, they remember going, uh, you know, from one side to to from Detroit into Canada. If you go from go put the pull a map up of Detroit and Windsor, and they remember it being is the same thing. Um, you go from one side to the other, which was like east-west, and now you go to, let's see, Detroit, Windsor. When you, and you can clearly see where it goes now. It goes from Detroit down into Windsor instead of the other way around. That's what's the flip? Yeah. 
They, they remember it being completely opposite. <laughs> yeah. That's just so like, strange, kind of dude. There are so many weird things, I'm telling you. And then the, where where a lot of people from Wisconsin, Michigan have reported remembering when they were young, uh, that piece, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan was part of Wisconsin. And now it's part of Michigan. And there are so many people who've reached out to me and said, hey, this isn't the way I remember it. And I'm, and I'm just giving you food for thought, folks. I'm not telling you that we're 100% right because if if timelines are shifting and changing, we're not going to be able to know because the timelines are shifting and changing. So you're not going to know 100% like, hey, this is what's happening because it's happening and you have no way to prove it. At this point, you history books and, are just going to be a blank piece of paper and a pencil and you just have to write what you remember. Yeah. <laughs> it is so weird. Now the Bible. We look at the Bible. Now, we know the Bible has changed in different things or different ways, um, but I've talked to people of every faith, and I don't want to get into that because I'll make a lot of people mad, but um, they remember things differently. The, 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 the lion will lay down with the, with the lamb. You can look up that verse. I don't know if anybody wants to do that at home. You can look it up. Um, now it is the, the wolf lays down with the lamb, which is really weird. I mean, it's just, it's, that has changed the, 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 uh, you know what, I, why I would think it was, it's the, the first one is because Dave Chappelle has a quote is, um, sometimes you have to, uh, roar like a lion to be the lamb you really are. Mm-hmm. And that quote makes a lot more sense if that was the original where he got it from. Yeah. If he, if he got it from the, the, the King James version of the Bible. Yeah. Um, but that, that to me is a Mandela effect. Um, it's weird. There's a lot of weird stuff. I just can't even begin to tell you like how much there is. This is the last story I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> and this one I call truck of a different color. Uh, this happened to somebody who who was selling. They, they worked in an insurance uh, firm. Um, this happened in Oklahoma. And uh, he asked his uh, secretary uh, to take pictures, if she wouldn't mind, take pictures of his truck to help him sell it. And he told her, hey, if you help me, if you fill the calls to help sell it, I'll, I'll give you a percentage of it. And she's like, okay. So uh, there was another employee that told me about this. And uh, he heard about my show through his daughter. And thank goodness somebody had had, had uh, told him because our show's great. So anyway, <laughs> she told him. And so he reached out to me and he said, my boss and his secretary were trying to sell his truck. Well, he specifically remembered the truck being a light green color because he had had it custom painted. So literally... One day he was looking at the advertisement that she had put up on Craigslist and he said, oh, that looks cool. That's the truck, huh? And then he, when he zoomed in, he realized that the truck was a bluish green. What? Yeah, more bluish than green. Whereas before it was light green, like just light green. He had gotten it painted and he specifically remembers everybody going like, why did Bobby paint the truck this ugly color? <laughs> it looked like split pea soup or something. And it was supposed to be an army light, light like an army type green, but they didn't do the job right. Um, but then when the, the, he pointed it out, then the secretary kind of it like she was kind of like she woke up, kind of like when I was talking to the to the the guy from that was that we met in Roswell at the planetarium. Um, she she's like, this is weird, you know. Like she goes, yeah, you know what? I remember it being light green, and she's like, you know, and he goes, it's light blue. So when they asked the guy who ran the, the, it was the boss at the insurance company and he came up and he said, no, it was always light blue. I had it painted and it was greenish blue. 
And he's, she's like, but I thought you wanted an army color. He goes, no, I decided not to because the guy said it would be too hard to do, you know what? And they're like, no, you did that. And he's like, I think I would remember it's my truck. Um, so there was this huge argument. So he literally, in front of the two people at the, their behest, called his wife. She gets on the phone. And she told him, she's like, yes, go outside and look at what color is my truck. She goes, it's light green. And he's like, it's bluish green. She goes out there, she looks, she comes back, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm having a nervous breakdown. His wife started to have a panic attack. He had to leave work to go home to deal with her because she freaked out. And this guy's going like, what is this? All these people are going crazy. I know what color my truck was. But it was then. Then it became an argument that got so heated uh, the next day when we went in with another employee that they almost got into a fist fight because he called him a crazy coot. Um, because you know, he, guys like you know what you're crazy. You're a crazy old coot. And he's like, what do you mean crazy old coot? Like he took offense to it, and then it was like an argument. They were each other's face, and then the guys like, you know what? I quit. And then they called him, and then everybody sat down literally in this little conference room. This guy told me this story. He said, dude, we we talked about it. And he goes, nobody remembers it that way but him. He goes, but wait a minute. There was one other person that was on vacation. When that guy came back from New York, he was on vacation from New York. He came back. He said, this, they, they said, don't say anything. When he walked through the door, the first thing they did was go, hey, go look at Bobby's truck. He goes out there and goes, yeah. He goes, you don't notice anything different about it? And he goes, no. He's like, what color was it before? He goes, well, before he got it painted, it was it was a uh, brown. He goes, I'm not talking about the the color, but like, what color was it that you remember? He goes, light blue, like bluish green. So that employee confirmed it. He was like, and so then they started accusing the boss of maybe you called him, you told him, whatever. And he goes, no. And then there was a big argument that started with this guy. And it was like, dude, y'all are all crazy. I've always remembered it being that way since he got it. He had it for six months. He had it painted. It was bluish green. So who's correct? Who's right? No one. We all lose in this situation. <laughs> so you got all these weird uh, things that have that are happening, and you're going like, how many people? How many of these stories? I could go on and on. I mean, I mean, there, I got a story. There's a, a short one. It's not real long, but these people were on, on a lake. Uh, they were out in uh, California, and they they remembered an incident where they were kids. Um, the sister remembers that they went out on paddle boats, you know, where you, with you, you paddle it with your feet or whatever. And then the, the brother remembers it being a canoe. And he said, we remember when I fell out of the boat and it was a, and then they got into a big argument at, at Christmas. It was a big Christmas dinner argument between him and her. And he goes, how can you remember? You don't remember that. And she goes, no, we, I fell out of the boat. It was, we were, we were paddling with our, it was a canoe. And he goes, we never were in a canoe. It was a paddle boat. So then they asked the mother and the dad, or the stepdad actually, and they said, what what kind of boat? was?" And he's like, it was a paddle boat. And she's like, no, it wasn't. It was a canoe. So the two women remember it as the canoe and the men remember it as a paddle boat. Now, does that, is that significant? Does that have something to do with it? Is it the female's brain looking at d- differently from the a masculine brain? Are you look, or is people remembering things differently? Um, they're really, you can't say that because in the, in the truck thing, you had a female along with two males that remember it a certain way. Then you had two males that don't remember it the same way. So that, that kind of throws that out of whack. So you can't say it's a gender thing. You can't say it's a, a, you know, there's no 
way to like dis, dis you know here's another side note to it those four friends from there's texas there's no pattern between there's no pattern yeah. yeah the four friends from texas two were hispanic one was white and one was black uh the person benji he was a, a a white guy and then it was another white guy and a hispanic guy and a black guy so how th there's no pattern there i cannot find a pattern i have tried uh, to find a pattern um, my friend that, that had his father die, he's, he's, uh, he's black. Um, one of my friends that remembers it, the, 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 both the the funeral, you know, both of them or whatever, he was black, but then another one is white. And then the other people remember it, you know, all one way. And it's, it's multi cultural, multi ethnic. There's no rhyme or re you can't, there's no religion, um, there's people that are Christian, Buddhist, Islamic, Hindu, and they all have different versions of different things. They can't decide on it. And then, so when you're sitting there going like, how is this possible? How is it that we are all remembering things incorrectly? Who's actually correct? Who's incorrect? I mean, you go back and forth. Do we have any more before we get out of here? Now or laters. There you go. There's that. another one. I remember now or laters. How, how do you say it? Now or and laters. Now and laters. That's how they know it now. Now. But I remember now or laters. Me too. Because no it- and. No and? With no and, yeah. It was just now or laters. Like you can eat them now or you can eat them later. They're good. Because that makes sense. You can eat them now or later. Or later, yeah. But they're called now, now and, laters. and laters. I think I'm ready to be like, wow. That doesn't even make sense. What do you remember, Stephanie? A lot of these weird Mandela things don't make sense. The way it's supposed to be? I think I remember it Now or like, later. Right. I think I remember it being like that. No, when you even said now and later, I was like, is that a food? Is that a place? <laughs> like, it sounded like it didn't sound correct. Doesn't sound correct. What about the Bing Crosby? Is it Bing Crosby? You want to look up the little drummer boy? He says, baby Jezu. Like, what is that? And then there's the, the Michael Jackson one. Uh, oh, my gosh. Um, this is one, the, the, the Jackson six, not the Jackson five. A lot of people say, oh yeah, there was another brother, Randy, who had always been there. I don't remember this kid. I don't remember this Jackson kid at five. All. The Jackson five. Why would it not be the Jackson six if there was a younger brother to Michael named Randy? I mean, it's so weird. Even when you, there was a guy on YouTube that I, I looked and did some research on that and he was looking into the Mandela effect. And even when you see the interviews, these guys pretty funny. Um, I think it's, I think it's called Scarab. What's his is his handle on YouTube's called Scarab something. Uh, just look up Mandela Effect and anyways, this guy's goes by Scarab something. Um if he still exists. <laughs> but he goes, look at Michael's uh, uh, reaction on his face when Randy Jackson starts talking because there was an interview and this guy goes, "Well, there's six of you. Why isn't it the Jackson 6 instead of the Jackson 5?" And the kid goes, "There is six of us, huh?" You can look over and there's this there's <laughs> this video of michael making a face like like who is this kid I, he, like like michael knew something was weird about that kid like what you talking about willis who is this kid you know like this little pod person i mean pod especially kid with, named randy you with know? how like we, we hear about how tough and how strict his dad was why wouldn't he include his i know that doesn't the, make sense the young one or i mean uh, randy. he would be a part of it he would i guess it doesn't it's not as catchy as the jackson six but i don't think he would really care at that moment I think what he was doing was rolling the dice and trying to see whichever <laughs> of his kids could get famous. So why yeah, would he not? I mean, you know, there's so many things about Michael Jackson too. I mean, there's I am not going to get into do a whole show on Michael. Guy, guy lived a very sad life. I mean, supposedly yeah, he was chemically uh, castrated by his dad. Supposedly, that's a story that I've read. So his voice wouldn't change. So his voice wouldn't change because his dad was so horrible. You know, 
Um, and I mean, he was basically just, you know, like beating gold records out of them, you know, <laughs> basically. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah, but Randy, Randy, but who's Randy like, doctor. you know, Randy Jackson, I know him was from, from American Idol. Yeah. That's the only Randy Jackson I know. That's not him. So I, I don't know who this Randy is, but they said, oh, oh, yeah, he's always been a part of that. There were people that were arguing with me back and forth on, on Facebook and YouTube. And I said, I don't remember this dude, man. I don't remember this guy. And then if you look at pictures of them, um, there's some weird stuff on there. If you look at the pictures of them when they were uh, the promos or whatever, Randy would have already been old enough to have been a part of it, but he wasn't even there. Like it's in the promos and it's weird. It's like there's, and then there's other people who say, well, there's pictures of him. He was already like just a little younger than Michael, but he wasn't in those promos. And other people say he was. And you're just going like, where is this, like, where is this leading us? Because if I can't even trust the Jackson five, <laughs> what what can I believe in? Right? Yeah. What can I, what can I believe? I mean, is it the Beatles or the grasshoppers? <laughs> well, that, and that gets into the whole, if you go to the, that, that, that gets into a whole nother episode right there because you start talking about the Beatles, uh, Paul McCartney. I mean, he supposedly is the walrus, you know, supposedly all the clues in there. And this is not Mandela effect, but this is weird. And, and uh, we talk about a lot of weird stuff. I'll, I'll sidelight to that real quick just for a second. But Paul McCartney, Nelly, you believe that Paul McCartney is, is, uh, he not, died. yeah, I believe Paul McCartney died. He's Billy Shears. Yeah. Yeah. And you start getting into the whole who really was, you know. Don't um, get mad at me for that. Well, there's so many <laughs> weird things. Like Because there's go a lot back, of people out there that get upset about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they get very hurt and very angry when you start saying things about their heroes, about people that they don't. They're like, no, that's not correct. That's not true. Um, I had an argument that I monitored. I watched it happen. I had to kind of break it up um, about John Wayne, how he died, and and you know there's all these rumors and stories or whatever, and and what when he died, and and I mean it just goes on and on and on. There's people that that that, that just really believe, okay, like they people believe that that uh, certain people never died, like Bruce Lee. They say, oh, he's still alive somewhere in the Cayman Islands what's his name? Elvis. He's still alive. People are seeing Tupac. He's still making albums. I wish um, Bruce yeah, Lee was still even alive. Even when Tupac died, people believe he was alive. So I don't know about that. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into a whole thing about that, but, 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 uh, there, there are a lot of different stories about what went on with that, you know, and I think it's very cut and dry to me. I think that it was people trying to, uh, get something out of the East West rap war or whatever. I think that's what it was. That's all, you know, that's, and, but you know, when you go back and you look at all these different people and all these different, there, there are people that remember it differently. They're going to remember it a certain way. Um, there are people that even remember like the Kennedy assassination. That's a big one. Um, and we're just touching on these real quick, you know, before we exit here, but, but do you see what I'm saying? Like it, it, there's so many things you can look at and point to that there's something obviously not correct. This is something that's not right. How many seats did the the Kennedy assassination car have that he was assassinated in? Some people say that um, it, most people remember it being four, but now it shows six people. Mm-hmm. No, six people like no six seats, right? Is six it? seats, no six people. Six people. It was the driver and the passenger for the driver, the um, the uh, the and two, then the mayor of Dallas, and the his mayor wife. and his wife, and then Kennedy, the Kennedy and, and his and, wife, and then Jacqueline. And they yep. say that the mayor got shot too, right? 
Yeah, but he got hit. Yeah, he yeah. got hit somehow, but it still went through Kennedy's head, even yeah. though he got hit too. And obviously, there were more. There was more than one shooter. I mean, yeah, we're and I got my opinions now. on who did that too. And I'm the babushka lady. And then the babushka lady was there. I think she was monitoring it from you know for a reason. There was a reason why she was there. I don't think she was. A it shooter. wasn't a lady. It was a man dressed as a lady spying. Well, I think it was a lady. But I think it was a Russian spy. I was joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think that it was done by certain elements that wanted him. You know, I have my own reasons for what I believe for that. Um, there are people who just the, the dates of things. Um, they just think that. I mean, I just can't even tell you. How, there's so many folks. Just do yourself a favor. Go look into the Mandela effect and listen to. I just gave you a, a, a pretty much a, a brush over of a lot of these things. But if you go back and you look at it. And you tell me what you see and what you think, and send me your ideas, and maybe we can get them on a U- on the YouTube live show. Oh, I'd love to hear uh, other people's Mandela effects and mm-hmm. their 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 thoughts and stuff on that. And we'll go yeah, around so. the horn. Is there anyone in particular that, you, that intrigues you the most, Stefan? We'll start with you. You're a guest. You know, I feel like there was one with a cereal with a cereal brand. I can't think of one. I can't. Oh, remember. you're talking about the uh, the the sun, the one with the glasses. All of a sudden, like he uh, he didn't have sunglasses. Oh, two scoops of raisins. Now he doesn't have uh, the raisin brand sun. The joke was that why does a sun need sunglasses? Now he's never had sunglasses. What about the Monopoly guy? He never he had a monocle. Now he doesn't have a monocle. Yeah, I don't get that one. That's why in, in Ace Ventura, the dude. Was you must to... be the Monopoly guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the I monocle. love that movie. The monocle. People say, well, he never had a monocle. And there's so many people that be like, oh, it's just a fallibility of memory. No, I remember the the, the son wearing sunglasses, and I always thought it was so funny. It was a unique thing because it was like, who are you hiding from yourself? <laughs> the son is wearing the, the sunglasses. So, I mean, what 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 is this? Like, what is going on here? Like, how how is this possible? Um, there's something not correct. Obviously, things aren't the way they're supposed to be. And we'll get into this real quick. We're gonna we're gonna leave after this story. Now, this happened. If if you're not a listener of the YouTube live, you should be. It's Tuesday, and it's shame on you for not. But here's what happened. Me, Nelly, and and uh, Stefan here. Stefan was here because of the live stream, and uh, he's probably going like, "When am I going home? Jesus, people kidnap me, <laughs> save me." Uh, no, we, we had we were talking about because we did this on the live stream, but for those of you who don't listen to the live stream, we're going to do a brief overview of this and then we're going to get out of here. But we want you to hear this. And then if you're interested, you can go back and listen to the long version of it on YouTube live that well, we did we on January there. 25th. And it was great. Yeah. And you guys missed it. Yeah. You should be ashamed. Good. But this is we're an ashamed. incident that happened to, to us, to Nelly and me and Stefan. Tony, you're out. So be quiet. So, <laughs> so, so Nelly, go ahead and start. We were driving and we were going to take Stefan somewhere because uh, he's uh, an employee, and I suggested we show him the lights where the river is, because it's pretty out there, and it was dark, so that's the best the time to look at it. The mm-hmm. lake. And um, as we're driving, we're having a conversation about manned animals and all that, and I look up, and I see this dog on the side of the sidewalk, and I said, and I, it, it didn't look like a dog. It wasn't registering as any type of breed I've ever seen before. So I said, you "What is that?" Thought it was that? a baby deer. I, I said, "What is that?" And uh, Stefan says, "It's a baby deer." And then Wolf was looking, and he said, "It's not a deer or a dog. dog." And as we got closer, you could see that it it was neither of those two things, and it was 
small with like a big, the head was bigger than it should have been for its body. And it had a black mane go down into a tail that wasn't like a dog's tail. It was short and kind of like a hyena's tail. And um, it looked at us and um, we uh, were getting closer to it. And it looked kind of like it had expressions on its face, like it wasn't happy that we saw it. And so it turned and started to jot away. And um, I said, hey, follow it. Follow, let's follow it. And as we were following it, it started, it started, it looked at us and it realized we were following it. So it took off and we chased it down the, um, the uh, residential area we were at and it was clearing bushes like nothing. And it was not clumsy. It knew what it's, it was doing. It was, it, it did it with grace actually. hundred percent. And, um, we we followed it all the way to this one house, and when it, right before it reached the house, it turned back to look at us, and it had a look on its face like, ha, I beat you. And uh, it had green, like bright green glowing eyes. It was like the light was coming from inside it, not like the, uh, like the light was shining on its eyes. It was coming from inside that animal, and then it turned, and it went into the driveway, and right before it went into the shadow... Of from the lit up uh, driveway, it's it started to evaporate and then whoosh, it was gone. Yeah, and Stefan, you you want to talk about what you had said prior, right before this encounter? I literally was um, c- picking up for Nelly um, was saying with the animals. I literally said like, what if God created like other animals outside of like lions, tigers, bears, like pigs, sheep, like animals that we know. And like literally, like maybe like a couple minutes later, not maybe not even a couple minutes, like literally two minutes later, Nelly says, "Guys, do you see that?" I look up. From my point of view, I was sitting in the back seat, and you know, you know, at first, you know, I looked at it and I thought it was a baby deer, but I remember distinctly, Wolf was like, "No, that's that's not a baby deer. That's not a deer." And you know, and then Nelly, right after that, then it's like, "Let's follow it." Immediately after that, and I'm still trying to like analyze, like, what am I seeing? Like, you know. I'm still trying to analyze it. I'm still think. I'm still thinking it's a. It's not registering what it's it not is. Registering? No, I'm still thinking it's a baby deer, and then like we we started following it, and then start when it got to like uh, this person's yard, like he has some bushes, or she or he or whoever, the family, um, like literally it started like it was hopping those bushes like, I was like wow this it's kind of you know I'm thinking like wow you know when it got to when we like um. When we got to like uh the street, like from where we were following it, it started that's when I, this is where I remember distinctly. Um like when we got it's on the street, we're both on the street. Literally, it's like couple maybe like how we say, like literally, if like if we're the car, if me and Wolf right now, like if we're the car, like you and me right now, the car, I would say from where we're at, it was probably like right to your your drink nilly like right there honestly like it wasn't that too well, far away for an audience that doesn't really help <laughs> i know <laughs> well, what he's saying, he's saying it's about away. four or five feet four or five feet yeah it and, wasn't it was let's put it this yeah. way it's, it, it, what, what's really weird and how what this has to do with the mandela effect is that i said you mean like mandanimals and you were like yeah mandanimals and then nelly was like yeah there's all these weird animals now that we're seeing that never existed before and I'm not joking. At the minute those that word, the sentences came out of her mouth, I'm not kidding, folks. We saw this weird thing in somebody's yard. Now, Stefan, 
has a belief that it was that, that we, it was revealed to us by God, um, and and Nelly believes that it was just there doing its thing. We just happened upon it. I'm somewhere in the middle. I believe that that maybe God uh, uh, opened our eyes to say, "Hey, these things are happening. It really does exist." But I think that that thing was just there doing its thing, and I think that God allowed us to see it. Now that that's, that's I agree with that. So we can all kind of agree on that, um, I guess. That's what I believe. But I mean, Stefan, you have yours, and Nelly has hers, and we're all kind of there. But the, the thing is, folks, it had green, glowing eyes, and it was standing up on its hind legs and then leaping over bushes. It wasn't and it a dog. Cleared man. them with such grace. Oh, dude, it was crazy, and the head was overly large. Mm-hmm. I think it was a juvenile of some kind, and it outran my truck at thirty to thirty-five miles per hour. And I was moving, and I was in my tundra, and that thing takes curves pretty good. And I was moving. I mean, I don't think it takes curves as good as my truck now. That's my opinion, and that's nothing to do with this. But, anyways, it was like moving. I was moving, okay. And this thing went to the one house. It had this long, dark driveway, and for some reason, their gates were open. When all the other houses were gated, and they had gates around it, this thing, this thing had the gates open, and it went straight for that property like it knew where to go. And that, that it looked like an old haunted mansion. I mean, I'm not kidding. It looked like Luigi's Mansion over there or something. And I'm looking at it, I'm going like, where is it going? I'm like, it's going for that house, and it went straight. And now, this is the part that's really weird and hard to swallow, it went into the darkness of that driveway. You could still see. It wasn't like it disappeared in the darkness. We couldn't see. But it just was like, boom, it was gone. Like yeah, it, 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 it As soon as it crossed over just, to like the first and south, it, just, it was gone. Nope. Like you, It disappeared. It <laughs> looked back, gates. gave us this weird smirk as it was running. It kept running. Turned and, Like and, I outrun you. Yep. And then, it, then it was gone. And we were like, dude, did that just happen? I mean, did that just really happen to us? And it was so weird. I can't even describe to you. But during the chase, it wasn't eerie. It was just like fascination. Like, are we really seeing what we're seeing? But then when we got to the end and it uh, evaporated, the um, the fear of, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then Stefan <laughs> was immediately like, was like, hey, we just saw Jen because <laughs> Stefan's Muslim. But, you know, us being Christians, we were like, well, it's a, it's a demon. You know, and uh, Stefan's <laughs> like, it's Jen because that's what Muslims and Christians do. We just think, think that everything is that. No, that's not the <laughs> truth. But not not for here. us anyway. But we were sitting there going like, what did we just see? <laughs> what was it? that? Yeah. I mean, if you took, like I said, a hyena. Coyote. Uh, a coyote and, and, and a jackal and threw them all in a blender, you would get that thing. But it was so mm-hmm. weird. The head was overly big. And and the way that it would stand up on its hind legs and then jump over the bushes was so bizarre. Um, I can't, it, it can't be overstated so I mean, what it was. It, it was, was so we- how weird it was. And it ran Ooh. so fast that that it was, what's Banjo? Banjo's over here growling. What's going on? I don't know. He's being grumpy. He's being grumpy. You messing with him? He's tired. It was Banjo's cousin. I mean, the thing is, and Tony, you weren't there, but like you were, you heard the story earlier on the live stream when we did the live stream, of course, go back to January 25th and listen to it. This will probably be a few weeks into the future from there. If the Mandela effect allows us that. (laughs) And and we're going to close it out with that. But folks, we enjoyed, we had a good time talking about this and talking about the Mandela effect. And I hope that you, this was, should, this should probably be a part two right here. So I hope that you guys uh, tune in for this to finish the, the story and whatever. Go back to January 25th. It says Josh Turner cryptid encounter because it was literally, for me, a cryptid encounter. Um, absolutely, positively, probably the only second I've ever had, second cryptid encounter I've ever had. If you count the one when I was 15, which was completely different. The ones when I was uh, uh, 17, I don't think those really count because those were 
Um, they were vanishing dogs. I don't think that was in the, but this one, it looked so much like flesh and blood and it made the bushes move. Um, but then it did disappear. So I, I still think it's sort of a, for a moment encounter. it was part of this world. It was, I mean, and I think it was a, a cryptid animal. It's probably, it's still probably still out there. Like still in that area looking. You think so? You think it looking. comes and comes and goes? A hundred percent. Definitely. So, yeah, and it's something that me and Stefan and Nellie have all talked about. I mean, we've talked about it many times, um, always wondering about that. And it's just weird that we seen it or, you know, as we were, we saw it. As I'm we glad were, all three of us saw it together, all though. All three of us saw it. Yeah, so, and it was you know, so bizarre that we were talking well, about the manned animals and then the that. I know, right? You, <laughs> you can't make this up, people. Uh, yeah, if, if if to the day I die, I'll always remember this as one of the many uh, weird encounters I've had. Mm-hmm. But like they say, you know, and Tolstoy says, those who say they don't know who they are. But I'm going to tell you right now, they as being like my colleagues, my friends, you know, uh, pe- people that that, are, that know the paranormal, the, the, the people I've talked to, they'll say things like, if you're a seer and somebody who experiencer or somebody who sees these things, other people around you, when they're in your presence, they can sometimes experience them too. That's why I make sure to stay as far away from you as possible. Okay, thank you. Well, I appreciate that because <laughs> that's a that's nice of you because I don't want to have to look at you and smell you. But uh, oh. I'm sure Banjo is appreciative that you do that because as much as he likes me, he likes to come come and hang out with me. But you're always like, "Come on, Banjo," trying to pull him away from me. Look, look, <laughs> he looks over. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Oh, he's his tail. You know what though? I think Banjo. We found <laughs> him. When he in abandoned uh, 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 underneath a bunch of bunch of pallets in a in a in a parking lot, poor little thing. And He's being drugs, eaten up by ants. People. He, he was, was living, he was living the life on the streets. And Tony took him in. I think he's been very appreciative him. of of Tony. And I think he knows that I was the one that that said, "Hey, we're gonna let him come." And I think he knows that. That's why he likes me so much. Or he just knows that I'm the one that buys the food. He's really sleepy right now. Look at him. Yeah, he's trying to stay awake, but he's sleepy. So, guys, uh, for everybody here at Paranormal Roundtable, our, our guest, Steph, Stephen Gilson, um, he he's, uh, works for us. He's a good guy. Uh, and, of course, Mushu. Uh, the one and only. For his birthday. We're happy recording birthday, this Mushu. on his birthday, January happy 25th. Happy birthday, Mushu. And happy birthday. And Nelly, as always, my beautiful, uh, sweet wife, everybody here at Paranormal Roundtable. Good night. Good night. God bless.